Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Incredible Friday Fright Show. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets, and more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. Hope you've had a fantastic week and hope that this week is definitely wrapping up on a great and positive note for you guys. And if you don't know, uh, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by YRN. 1328 Network. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So, big shouts out to YRN 1328 for always supporting us and holding us down over here on the beautiful Butterfly Show. But nevertheless, folks, we got another great guest and another awesome show planned for you this evening, you guys. I'm talking about special guest. Tiffany J is in the building, you guys. I'm excited. Um, She's coming on. We're going to be talking about her um, latest project, uh, she has uh, now uh, created um, a interactive book uh, for the folks out here and as well as a hot new single uh, that we are going to be discussing tonight entitled, It All Starts With Me. And it truly does, doesn't it, y'all? But we are excited about having her on the show and delving into her life, her journey, and her message that she wants to deliver to the world. So if you guys are out there, maybe you have a question, comment, or I uh, just want to call in and show us some love, feel free to do so by calling in 347-326-9139 is the number. We would love to hear from you. Make sure you share the show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places. Let everybody know that Tiffany J is in the building over here with Bianca Fly tonight, you guys. And so what we're going to do is we always got to pay those bills and keep those going, you guys. So we're going to have a little commercial break, but we're going to come back. We're going to welcome our special guest of the evening, you guys, Tiffany J, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And as promised, you guys, we have tonight's special guest, Tiffany J. You guys, she is a soulful approach to a melodic art. Uh, what? inspirational soul artist uh, is what uh, inspirational soul artist Tiffany J embodies through many forms of artistic expression. Uh, she has uncovered her calling and is on a mission to help others free themselves by embracing their uniqueness and individuality. So I am excited about having her on the show tonight, as I know uh, many of you guys are as well. And so we're not going to delay any further, you guys. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Tiffany, you there? Yes, ma'am. How can you, you hear me? I can. Okay, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so glad to have you on the show uh, this evening. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that I, I've definitely loved um, about your videos, uh, different things you post, is that you have the most energy and amazing, uh, powerful <laughs> powerful just energy that comes through and it's just absolutely amazing where where does that energy where does that energy that motivation well where does it come from Tiffany um life I'm I'm just happy to be alive and living life um at its best I think every day is a gift and um I want to cherish the gift as much as I get it and that's every day so that's where it comes from (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. So for the folks out here who may not know um, who you are, tell them a little bit about who is Tiffany J. Tiffany J is an inspirational personality. Uh, she is a soul singer. She's a songwriter. She's a business owner, entrepreneur, um, real down to earth chick, just, just an all around artist. Um, she has other people's heart at her heart. So she's, she's a super dope chick. Yeah. (laughs) That is amazing. And so of course, uh, to where we are now, uh, you, um, Uh being a, a songstress, uh, writing all of those, how did you get into that? When did it begin that you discovered, um, your love or maybe your desire to sing uh, or to get involved in music? Um, I have always wanted to sing. I, I, my earliest remembrance was probably around four or five years old. Um, mm-hmm. My mom is a great singer. It kind of runs through my family. So singing is always something I wanted to do. Um, and I've always been like on the school course. I was on the band. So music um, Jimi Hendrix once said music is a safe high and it's always yeah. been that escape for me um, escape and, and what I'm going through is always a, a mechanism of healing so um, I've always I've always loved music and I think that's just always been with me Absolutely for you um, getting into this and, and being a, one, a person who definitely um, expresses themselves and one of the things I love about you is that you always encourage people to embrace their uniqueness, their individuality. Why is that? Why do you believe it's so important, especially now uh, in today's time, that we, you know, come to terms with who we are and understand our uniqueness within ourselves? 
it's so important because we, we need to realize that there is only one us. No matter what we try to do, um, whether we try to pattern it after someone else, it will never be exactly the same. So I, I've penned the quote, nobody can do me better than me. And that was just a self-esteem <laughs> yeah. booster um, in order to, to know that no one can ever do the things that I do in the way that I do them. Like I am going to be the only me. Once I'm gone, I'm gone. However, I can leave legacy behind and leave my footprints, but I am the only one that can shine in the way that I can shine. So once everybody appreciates the uniqueness and originality of themselves, I think everybody will be much happier um, because we will understand that happiness and everything. I'm getting into the book, but happiness and everything starts with ourselves <laughs> first. We can't we can't get into that in external sources. So I think it's very important. We just, you know, it's important. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and one of the, the, the things about it is that especially now, and, and we're going to get into this book because uh, Tiff, Tiffany is definitely head, heading into that direction <laughs> of, of what this book entails, but especially now, Tiffany, we have social media is like at an all-time high. You know, it's like the, yeah. the hugest platform now, and it has its goods and it has its bad aspects. Do you believe that social media has made individuals feel sometimes at some point that they're just not good enough, that mm-hmm. them being unique or them being different is just not, you know, what what's popping, what's popular right now? Most definitely. Um, however, when I dealt with the lowest of my self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. uh, the most social media I had access to was probably the AOL I am messenger. So, like, right. even be- yeah. before social media, as kids, I think kids are really cruel. Um, and right. it's, I think it's harder on younger people because you want to fit the mold, you want to fit in. And looking right. at everybody else when everybody else seems to be one way and you're different, I think it's, it can be detrimental to someone's soul. But with social media and the filters and everybody is doing this and all these challenges and yeah, you know, yeah. it it can really break somebody down if you know if they hadn't discovered who they are yet and started loving it. So, Absolutely. social media definitely has a big impact or a negative impact on the way we see ourselves. Absolutely. And okay, Tiffany. So let's 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 get personal for a little bit. So how did okay. how did Tiffany J? Uh, you said uh-huh. uh, dealing with your own uh, issues that you dealt with, self-esteem, all these issues. How did you work your way out of that? Oftentimes, we, we see people on the other side, but we never know how they got through it. So for you, right. how did you get through some of the challenges that you faced? Um, for one, songwriting started being my outlet to um, express myself creatively. I started writing songs at 14, and it yeah. was always a healing mechanism to me. But on the other hand, honestly, other people complimenting me or seeing my beauty before I saw it helped me. Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. want other people to take that same route, um, right. but it took other people to note to notice the light in me or to notice how beautiful I was or to compliment me for me to see it myself. So it was those people that were around me that helped lifted me up. Absolutely, absolutely. 
it, it's amazing how people on the outside can see what's better, you know, what, what's better in the right. inside than we can. You know, we're thinking like, man, I, I I've been in this body for years, and <laughs> right. I've never I've never seen some of these things that you see uh, within me, and so forth. And so, what did you have to do? Because sometimes people are not always accepting. You have some people who people may tell me, man, you're a great person, or you're beautiful and people are just like ah okay how did you get where you started to actually believe and believe that within yourself that I am beautiful I am smart I am intelligent how did you make yourself and and affirm it within yourself well it's one thing I do every day now um the quote I told you nobody can do me better than me I had to start repeatedly saying that to myself in my bathroom mirror every day um, I had to, it was a, you know how we do something 21 times and it becomes a habit. I had to practice saying that I was beautiful in order for me to believe it. I didn't just, you know, by the drop of a dime, believe it. Um, right. But honestly, it, it took a man to tell me that I was beautiful for real, like for me to be like, I must be there. <laughs> so, you know, it it took a while. It took some years. but. Once I got to that place, you know, of course, we always have our low moments here and there, but, you know, I started seeing that I was truly um, a work of art. So it took time. It took a lot of practice of being or doing what I wanted to, you know, doing what I wanted to see or be. Right. So it was just putting up, playing the role before you actually assigned it to yourself, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. And so once you went through this journey and you got on the the other side of the fish line, what was it inside of you that said, you know what, I want to help, I want to encourage others who may be going through struggles? Uh, What what made you, what brought that on? Well, um, I guess my first attempt at reaching out and trying to help other people was my uh, camp for girls ages 6 to 17. It's called the Beauty You Are Boot Camp. Uh, this year we had our fourth annual camp. And I had a heart uh, for girls because when I was, a, you know, growing up, that's when I suffered the most. So right. the way I felt other people could have been to me, I just wanted to be that for somebody else. I'm always about, even with people starting businesses, I'm always about showing people a way that I had to learn on my own. It's, it's nothing wrong with sharing the, you know, sharing the wealth of knowledge. Um, right. So I just wanted to love on people the way that I didn't necessarily get in the way that I wanted, not saying I wasn't loved on, but right. I don't think it was noticed as it should have been noticed the way I was suffering. So it was just being there for people the way I wanted people to be there for me. Absolutely. And for you, Tiffany, because a lot of people, um, as you said, people weren't aware that you were suffering in the way that you were. And so a lot of times people do suppress, you know, how they're feeling and, and, and kind right. of the things that they are going through. And so for you, working with other individuals, what 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 are some signs that we may be able to see, you know, on the outside that that a person is struggling uh, with with some uh, personal issues? Uh, with girls, 
I can tell by the way that they interact with their peers if they are right. always more so following along what everybody else is doing and never right. um, coming forth with their own ideas or leading the bunch. You can kind of tell that they're trying to fit in or trying to be accepted by a certain group. Um, right. facial, I read faces very well. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. I love it. When, when, <laughs> when certain things are said, you can see um, people's facial reactions yeah, before they absolutely. respond, you know, with words. So I pay attention to that. Um, you know, when you talk about sensitive subjects, you'll be able to see how they reflect and react on it. So it just kind of mm-hmm. depends with different people. But most of the time when people are afraid of being in the limelight or shining, they are struggling with some type of low self-esteem. Right. They want to be hidden. But they want to be seen in the group, but they want to be hidden. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so even even dealing with um, our youth, I feel like compared to perhaps how I grew up, you grew up, um, our youth are growing up in a whole different type of <laughs> right. type of situation, type of world now. And so you getting out here, you interacting uh, with people, what have you found to be some of the, the high issues that a lot of our teenagers um, are facing nowadays that you feel like we as, as people, we as a community, you know, we need to be on the lookout for and be able to support them. Well, definitely the social media has an effect on this generation. Um, right. I know a lot of, we have a, have a lot of teenagers that are dealing with different sexuality issues as well, more right. than it used to be. Um, so some girls tend to, I guess, uh, rely on other girls to heal wounds that guys might have put on them and they are struggling in those type of areas. So we got to be careful with when they, they want to hang so much with, you know, their girl best friend, but you just Mm kind of got to watch it, you know, watch that kind of stuff. Um, the teenagers with this image, like, some teenagers I see look like grown women with all this makeup <laughs> and lashes and yeah. bundles and yeah, like they just have access to so much and I don't think parents so true. as a whole don't know the extent of what's going on with them. Absolutely. You know, especially with the Snapchat. I follow some young girls on Instagram and Snapchat and I can't believe what they be posting sometimes. <laughs> I think they forget I'm following them because I'll call them out and then by that time they'll block me. But <laughs> um, like some of the little like bathroom mirror pictures is like it's yes. too much. Yes, yes, yes. I think that you know we put um and, and, and the sad part is you know you have some grown women who who have that same mentality too. You know who, right. who are going through that, and so when these young girls see you know some of these older women doing it, they think okay, well this. This, okay, this is acceptable. Exactly. This is the route that I should go. And I think that mm-hmm. we really, especially nowadays, have to change the image that our young, specifically black girls, are seeing, you know, of. Right. Um, and it's, it's a little yeah. difficult. It's a little difficult with that when our reality TV shows like yeah. just uphold these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These not good examples <laughs> of what we should be. 
Absolutely. It, well, very true. Very true. I mean, and, and you and we see it. You know, uh, we we've got uh, reality shows that are top rated shows. I mean, they're over. Right. You know, other shows, and you're thinking, okay, seeing women fight every week, or you know, right. disrespecting one another. It's like you know, top rated over everything. You know, exactly. uh, it's mind blowing, and it kind of shows you know where we are mentally <laughs> as a right. people. As a, population and so uh of course uh for you um you also are a entrepreneur and uh out here and making things happen and so for you uh what made you want to delve into being an entrepreneur you have um a uh, movement entitled um everything is easy correct Right. I'm a partner in a movement lifestyle apparel brand called Everything is Easy. Um, That's fairly new to my entrepreneurship journey, but I started my entrepreneurship with my business, TJ's Elements, which is a graphic and web design firm. Um, I never, I guess, aspired to be a business owner, um, but as I was getting my degree, my bachelor of science degree is in computer and information science. I worked in the corporate world and I started my internship at the job that I was placed at after graduation and my business, TJ's Elements, at the same time. Now, I was doing wow. graphics and stuff on the side. I, I'm a self-taught graphic designer, but I was doing that, you know, on the side. I had a corporate right. um, Fortune 500 career. Um, but I could not stand my job. Like mm-hmm. I could not stand it. I was literally sick going to work every day. Um, back then I was not necessarily the the confident uh Tiffany J that I am today. Um, but I felt well, basically I was a triple minority. So on my wow. team I was the only female on the team. Wow. I was the youngest person on the team and all of the people on my team were white men except one. The other man was a black man. So it was like white man's world. I was just super uncomfortable. Uh, when we had team meetings, I didn't really share much. I just didn't feel. Right. It just didn't feel like it was my place. So right. my business was, was growing. I was still doing it on the side, but I took a leap of faith and I bought my first, well, leased my first office uh, space while I was still working. Now, I didn't plan to leave my corporate job as quick as I did, but mm-hmm. I left there after being on short-term disability. I had some compl- complications with my diabetes, and for me, it was almost like a sign from God. It's like, it's time for you to leave. So right. instead of returning to work after my short-term disability, I presented my two-week notice two months after I opened my first office space. And from then, that was July 2011. Um, I have not turned back since to corporate America. So (laughs) it just kind of happened for me. Um, I think I've always been in a state where I don't necessarily follow the rules by the book. And entrepreneurship just works for me in that way. Um, Currently, I teach part-time on the local college level, but it's not my full-time job, and I can't do that every day because I like to wear sneakers and I like to wear T-shirts. But <laughs> so, corporate America, um, I have to, I have to be my own boss. That's just what works for me. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, um, I know that uh, back in it was 2012, you kind of rebranded yourself um, as a solo uh-huh. artist. Um, and you released that, that first single, Flying Solo. And so what made you um, kind of want to go back to the drawing board, so to speak, to rebrand yourself? What What did you feel needed to be changed about Tiffany J? Well, prior to 2012, there was no Tiffany J. I sang in a gospel group. So I wasn't doing anything solo-wise. Um I was just, I was writing music. I was writing music for the group. I was performing with the group. I wasn't doing any solo work. So life just kind of started happening for everybody in the group. And I still had, you know, this energy. I wanted to write more songs. And I kind of wanted to write songs with different messages that, that was traditional to what we were doing. So... I got up with a producer, uh, Praline Prince, and I just so happened to call my song Flying Solo. It wasn't necessarily about flying solo from the group, but marketing-wise, it worked. (laughs) So before Flying Solo, there was no Tiffany J. I didn't refer to myself as Tiffany J before that. I was just Tiffany, that song with eternal (laughs) voices. Um, So it was just the birth of me, birth of who I you know, kind of who I was created to be. I was I was turning into that person then, stepping into some limelight without always wanting to be hidden within other people's shadows. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, of course, um, with that and to where we are now, what I want to do is I actually want to play um, some of your older music, and then we're going to get into uh, some of your uh, your latest. Um, piece as well and so um, I wanted to ask you though before we get into that what did you learn um, about yourself in the process of growing from singing in a gospel group to it just being you because kind of like I I would assume that being in a gospel group is that of like you know being in any other group with more than two members uh decisions have to be made all the way around pretty much and so right then when you become a solo artist it's just strictly kind of focused on you so what did you learn about yourself transitioning from being in a group to uh being solo well i learned that i did like company so it was super lonely at first <laughs> So like, like where everybody at? <laughs> right, like y'all can come to the studio with me. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so I learned that I did like, you know, for people to be around. But I also learned that this is a good thing I learned about myself. I learned that I was really dedicated at doing things I wanted to do. Um, yeah. With the group, a lot of decisions we either didn't agree on collectively were solely because of money's sake. Everybody didn't want to have responsibilities of things we had to invest in, so sometimes we would bypass opportunities. Tiffany J., on the other hand, if there's something I want, I know that I have to invest in it. That's one thing I stress to everybody. You cannot expect people to invest in your products, invest in your career, if you cannot invest in it yourself. So I learned that I was dedicated to making things happen the way I wanted them to happen. I did learn that. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. Uh, we're going to play a track entitled uh, Draw. And so we're going to discuss that track when we come back, you guys. But don't go anywhere. We're coming back with some more Tiffany J, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Take a minute and change that bad situation to a good one. As a man thinketh, so is he. Let's draw. If my mind had eyes, it would see only blue skies. I'd take the bad to be good. I would accept rain in exchange for growth in my life. People may ask me why. I smile when times are dry. I seem to laugh when I'm sick, when I'm hurt. I speak positive words. Dreamland. Life is always wanted to be. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, we're joined by special guest Tiffany J., you guys, and that was her track entitled Draw. And uh, Tiffany, tell us a little bit about Draw. I know um, it's it's some of your previous uh, music, and so tell us, where did you get the inspiration to create um, Draw? Well, first... um, as I was saying earlier, I'm just fascinated with art. I, I call myself an all-around artist. So I actually polled Facebook or questioned Facebook, throw me out some song titles, give me some song suggested song titles, and I'll write a song based off the title that I like the most. <laughs> so a lady was like, write a song called Draw. So I did. <laughs> um, but my concept was basically thinking about when we were kids in elementary school and, yeah. uh, you know, we're in class and the teacher says, use this paper and draw your picture perfect life. So, mm-hmm. you know, we most mostly had the, you know, our family might have a dog or a cat, picket fence, you know, house, blue skies, everything. We dreamt that life would be the way that we drew it on that paper. So, and that song, I'm referencing the way that we saw life back then is not an impossibility. Um, all we have to do is believe that our thoughts and our words have power. And the, the more we train ourselves to believe what we think or believe what we actually say, uh, we'll soon see it. So that's kind of where the inspiration for that song came from. Absolutely. When when did Tiffany J discover just how much words have power? Because I think that, you know, we might have heard those that terminology growing up with us far and we never quit it really got the significance of it. Like, okay, you know, so now now that you are an adult, you've been through some things, when when did you discover the power of words? Wow, I I notice when I do say something negative, um, yeah, my days totally flip upside down. Um, yeah, yeah. The more I complain, the more negativity or the more damage um, I might go through at that moment. So when I began to just to not even focus on those negative things, look at how those negative things are positive, or if I don't focus on the negative things, but think of the things that I am grateful for, the things that are going right. I see that the the energy we put into the space, um, and as long as it's positive energy, we get that back. The more negative energy we put out, we are just reaping what we're sowing. So Absolutely. it was a, a practice thing as well, but I started to see when I stopped complaining so much, like I literally, I used to complain a lot. When I stopped complaining so much, I saw that I would have better and brighter days. Absolutely. So it wasn't a one situation type thing. It was just a, a wisdom uh, growth perspective. Over over time, I, I had to realize that. Absolutely. And I think that we, uh, especially women, I, I know some men too that like to complain, but I'm not going to jump on them right now. <laughs> 
but as women, we get in those zones, you know, where we just, you know, we're in those ill and negative headspace. You know, and mm-hmm. every day it's like, oh my gosh, you know, why is why is this happening? Why is this taking place? And it's like, whoa, right. me. And so we have to learn how to get ourselves out of that funk because it really can roll over into that's how our life is. You know, everything exactly. is just specifically negative. You know, uh, because we we we've been around people. And we also know that when people are like that and, and when people give off that type of energy, you don't like to be around people like that, you know, because right. it's draining. <laughs> it's draining for you. And, and so I, I, when I get like that, I often think about like, man, I, I, I don't like it when somebody around me is like that and giving off of those vibes. So you have to right. kind of do a quick check and, and get yourself back in order. <laughs> Exactly. And we have to also realize that we have to, to get where we're going, we have to pay a price. So yeah. you have to just kind of look at the suffering that you are going through isn't Absolutely. Um, a lifetime experience. It's just temporary just to get you through or see how much you can endure to get to the next. So Absolutely. you just got to look at things for what they are. Absolutely. And speaking of what's next, of course, now you have uh, this new, uh, you got the single and plus you have this new uh, interactive guide to discovering self and loving it. Um, And this book entitled It All Starts With Me. And man, this thing has a has a forward. A forward written by man, just the R and B. I'm gonna call her R and B legend because she she does her thing, man. She does her thing. Uh, Miss Angie Stone. How did how did Tiffany J get the get the esteemed pleasure of connecting, man, with with the R and B uh, amazing songstress like Angie Stone? Well, I, I would have to say favor. Uh, Angie Stone and I are from the same city. Uh, Angie Stone grew up with my mother, so we are right. we grew up in the same church. Uh, yeah. We were both originated from First National Baptist Church in Columbia, South Carolina. So, favor, <laughs> I grew up with her <laughs> daughter. So okay. that, that's just kind of how it happened. But I can say as taking interest in me because of my work ethic. Yeah. Um, it's not that sh- everybody that goes to you know, first Nazareth, if they're doing something, she's just going to do this and that, this and that. Right, she right. took notice of me herself. Um, and it started with, like, my first Tiffany J. Flying Solo single. She's been watching me for years. And she wow. says that she has not seen anyone grind. Um, and I'm not bragging, but th- these are just her words. Yeah. She hasn't seen anybody grind and hustle um, so intensely in the way that I do in like over 30 years. So she says yeah. I inspire her with my work ethic. And she, I asked her, she was in town, uh, she was in town and she was at church or whatever. And we were in the bathroom. I had just started writing the book. And I was like, um, so I got a favor to ask. <laughs> and I was like, Can you, I'm writing a book. Can you write the foreword for me? And she was like, anything. So that's yeah. just. That's how we seal the deal on that. But Amazing. I was privileged to um, actually be featured on her unsung TV One episode. I was singing the solo when we did the church scene. So um, okay. that yeah, that that connection has been blessing me, um, and I'm sure this is nowhere near what 
you know, God has a store for that. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, you know, it's an amazing feeling to get compliments like that from somebody who has been in right. the music industry for years. And so she's seen the right. ins and the outs. So when somebody, you know, say, hey, I notice in your hustle, I respect it, I see you out here right. doing great things, you know. Uh, because the thing about it is that we, we see people who – uh, you know, they become overnight success, so to speak, you know, uh-huh. and they, they right. own and they pop in, but they may have not really worked for the position in which they're at, you know, so when exactly. you're seeing individuals who are really out here and they are really grinding and motivating um, themselves as, as well as other people to get uh, mm-hmm. to the position that they are wanting to be at, you respect it, you know, you respect it and you're able to um, admire them along the way and see their growth and their progress. And so, of course, you have this book. And so, what made Tiffany J decide? You know what? I want to write a book, and uh, it's all gonna start with me. So, what 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 brought on the creation uh, of this book? <laughs> okay, what I will share. <laughs> so, something really personal <laughs> happened with me. Um, at the top of the year, I never like writing a book wasn't a goal of mine. It wasn't nothing I was trying to do. It wasn't on Mm -hmm. the bucket list or anything. I started 2017 without a book even on my horizon, but I, I went through a little situation and something just was like, it's time to do something different. Like something that is just different from what people are expecting from you, but with the knowledge and, um, wealth of knowledge because I believe like the the things that I'm pouring into this book um, is worth so much. Um, But it's time for you to share all of what you can, well, not all, because I think I got some more, (laughs) but it's time (laughs) for you to share some knowledge in a way people hadn't been able to understand. And it's time for you to be a little bit more transparent as to how you got to where you got. So it was more so of a a God, like all this time, and let's go. <laughs> that that's just Absolutely. how that happened. Because I wrote the book in four months. So Wow. And so within yeah. this book, um, what are we going to discover? Like when people go out, they purchase this book, what are they going to discover? What are some things that you share with us um in this book? Well, it's it's a journey, um, definitely. It takes you I have ten chapters in the book, and we go from, um, first of all, accepting rejection. A lot of times we cover a lot of things, and in the book I use the situation and compare it to how when women put on makeup for like a first date, you want to try to put on as much to hide the blemishes and everything you you have because you want to send your best foot or your representative, you know, to someone for a good first impression. I think a lot of times when we're rejected, we just pile stuff on top of stuff inside and we never deal with it. So we go through accepting rejection and letting things go. Um, we go through understanding that you can't pour from empty cups. You can't give everything to everybody else and have nothing left for yourself. Um, the the climax of the book gets to, and, and it's titled, Nobody Can Do Me Better Than Me, is when you start looking in that bathroom mirror and start digging you for everything you're worth. Like the things that are different 
a lot of times our blemishes or our flaws, they make us different, but they make us beautiful as well. So we get into um, loving on yourself in that way. Then once we get to that point, um, I take you to learn how to critique yourself. Because just because, you know, we fly and popping don't mean we good at everything. You have to learn what you're good at and what you're not and learn to know what to pursue or what craft to hone and what to let go. Because, like, <laughs> if anybody um, asks me, they say, Tiffany, you do everything. What don't you do? And I clearly say I don't dance because I cannot dance. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to know what we can and cannot do. And uh, further in the book, we get to the place of uh, learning where we can now start adding to who we are. That's through other people in service and learning what our purposes are for and um, journeying to crowning yourself at the end. Um, So it's a a process of discovering who you are, and then once you discover who you are, you learn to love it. Absolutely. And one of the things about critique in ourselves, Tiffany, is that we just have to be brutally honest <laughs> right? with ourselves, you know, because a lot of times we think it, and I think it's easy to, easy to get caught up, especially nowadays. You see um, everybody, and this is no, no shots to anybody, but everybody is a life coach and everybody is doing oh, yeah. it. And, and everybody is singing and everybody is, you know, maybe doing poetry or whatever. So it's good if, if, or easy for people to jump on different things and think, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing when in actuality it's not. Maybe maybe your right. route is supposed to be different. And we don't always understand that our map, our map to our goals, our map to our ex- success is not always going to be the same roadmap you know, somebody right. else might have took to get there. And so we exactly. have to be, you know, brutally honest within ourselves. You know, I, I love music. Um, I can't sing mm. a lick. I can't hit a note mm. at all, you know. <laughs> but I, I love music, you know. And so I think you have to take those time to kind of, you know, just get down to your natural state and just understand, you know, what your crafts and your abilities really are as a person. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And so, of course, we got um, a question here uh, from Destiny from Charlotte. She wants to know, uh, who are some of Tiffany J's musical idols? Wow. Jasmine Sullivan, music soul child, India Ari, Stevie Wonder, and who do I want to say, sis? Um uh, <laughs> I love good Motown music too. So that yeah. genre, I just put them Absolutely. all together. Absolutely. But yeah. And, and that's the, one of the things I love about your voice is that, like, actually, when I hear you sing, I, I'm getting a mixture of like, I already Andy know Irie, what you Andy Irie, Jill Scott, Jill Layla Hathaway, <laughs> um, Lettucey. I'm like picking up. A lot of different individuals. Who who's the most common person that when people hear you sing, who is that most common person? People say, "Man, you sound just like Jill Scott." Yeah, that's all I hear. <laughs> yes, and I don't like, hear that one. I don't hear. Like, I dig her, but yeah, Jill Scott is what I hear all the time. 
Yes. What's the huge compliment? Because she's an amazing songstress as well. So uh, that is definitely um, a huge yeah, compliment as well. And so uh, Erica from Dallas, Texas, she wants to know, what are some of the challenges of being a solo artist when it comes to the music industry in today's time? Well, I'll, I'll add to that question. Um, one of the challenges being a female solo artist that is mm. managing yourself, no, no management or anything. Okay. Uh, okay. You're you're then again working in a male-dominated field, and when you start to work with men, uh, you kind of have to check them at the door, like <laughs> to let you know it's not going down like that. Like I'm about what I say. We're here for business. <laughs> type thing because a lot of times men think I'm not putting men now but men think they yeah. can you know manipulate you and, and control situations. Right. Um but you have to you kinda have to go in defensive mode and yeah. I don't necessarily like that to be my first impression but it's right, kind of something right. I have to do. Um and on the other hand money is the the probably the biggest thing, uh, biggest challenge with being a solo artist that isn't connected to a label or anything because you have to fund everything yourself. So Absolutely. those are my two Absolutely. biggest challenges. Oh, Absolutely. and then when I have to do gigs and I have no man around to carry no sign. I'm carrying all this equipment. I got to act beg people off the street to carry stuff in my car. <laughs> That's the third challenge. Oh, like nobody's around to help me carry this stuff. <laughs> and so... For you, uh, have you had thoughts about um, actually signing on with a label, or do you prefer to stay uh, independent at this time? Well, I would definitely sign to a label if what they are offering me is worth it. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of independent record label type things going on, um, right. but if somebody can't offer me more than I can offer myself, I'm definitely passing. Um, but if there's an opportunity where I will have um, immediate kind of national exposure, um, that is something that I'm seeking after. So if the terms and everything is right and I ain't selling my soul and I don't have to change who I am, um, I'm I'm like creative director of my brand. So right. uh, that's with songwriting. I don't say certain certain words in my songs. You know, I don't. I can compromise, but I'm not compromising my morals and values. So it's just going to depend on what the contract says. Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times um, people have talked about that, you know, signing on to a label, people, you lose uh, their independent creativity, you know, meaning you don't really have, you know, a say, and then people try to come in and kind of change your image, you know, kind of change your image. um, And people find themselves losing themselves, losing their authentic selves uh, because of what uh, the record label or PR, whoever sees. Exactly. I think that person should be. So I'm glad you definitely have those values and I stick to them. Charles, South Carolina wants to know who are that you would like to work with? I would love to. First, I would love to work with Angie Stone. Um, yeah. Like, now that's on my bucket list. I would really love to do a track with her. I have not asked her per se. She wants me on a compilation album, but that's still not doing a song with her. So right, I would right. really love to work with her. Um, 
I would really love to work with Erica Badu. Oh and man, I'm getting I'm get ready to see her this weekend for my birthday. I'm so excited. Really? I'm so yeah. Oh, at, at Function. Yes. Okay. Um and uh, I don't know. See, I would I would say Jasmine Sullivan, but I ain't really trying to have her kill me on the track. So <laughs> <laughs> like I just admire her as an artist. Um Yeah. No, we didn't Those know. are the two I'm going to play for right now. Okay, okay. And, of course, when people go out um, and they pick up uh, or they purchase, um, it all starts with me. What do you want readers to be able to take away from this book? Well, for one, I want them to learn something new about themselves because um, everybody isn't necessarily in a self-hate stage, and that's right. not what the book is for necessarily. Right. Um, but if you are there, it can take you um, to the opposite end of the spectrum. But I want okay. everybody to learn something new about themselves um, and try to understand why they are experiencing what they're experiencing, uh, for for what reasons, and being able to have a brighter um outlook on what they see their life as being. So I just want people to find hope and be inspired by it. Because I sh- I think your phone went on mute. Um can you hear me, Tiffany? Yeah, Tiffany, I can't um, hear you. Um, I don't know if the phone went on mute um, or what, uh, but we're going to get her to call back in, you guys, uh, so that she can uh, finish the rest of her statement, you guys. And so once again, make sure you guys are sharing the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places. Let everybody know that Tiffany J is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And listen, you guys, if you guys want to connect with Tiffany, you can go on Twitter at I am Tiffany J and connect with her. And you never know when she's going to be in your city. Um, and so you can keep up with her and all of those great things um, that she has going on uh, and support her, uh, her music, uh, her videos can be found on YouTube as well. I am Tiffany J. Uh, she has some awesome videos that she has put together um, on that I'm sure you guys will definitely love um, and all of those great things. And so um, what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a little break. Uh, but we're going to come back, and we're going to have Tiffany J. back up on the line, you guys. So stay tuned right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Lisa, from the Conversations with Trent show, featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 
9 p.m. Eastern as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living right here on your radio network, YRN 1328. Coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2. Also author of The Devil's Calling, Car 1, 2, and 3. All available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, you guys. This evening, we're joined by our special guest, Tiffany J. is in the building, you guys. She is uh, the author of It All Starts With Me, uh, an interactive guide to discovering self and loving it. Uh, So let's get Tiffany back on here. Tiffany, you there? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. Oh, I'm glad you made it back. The technology gods must have got you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, before we got interrupted, I was asking you, when people go uh, read this book, what do you um, hope that they are able to take away and gain from It All Starts With Me? Well, I want people to be able to learn something uh, new about themselves um, if they are in the self-hate phase, Um, because everybody isn't there, but um, learning something new about yourself and kind of trying to uh, be able to piece together why things happen to you the way that they do, Um, just getting a better understanding of what our purposes are. Um, I even show people how to write personal mission statements. I think that's very important for we as individuals to have. Um, in addition to that, I want people to not make the same mistakes in life that I've made. So I share a a very lot of personal experiences and situations mm. within the book. So right. many that um, 
I had a news interview this morning locally, and um, I shared with the interviewer that I contemplated suicide three different times in my life. And after wow. the interview, my mom called me. Um, she was saying she was proud of me or whatever, but she said, I knew you, you know, contemplated or were battling that like one time in your life, but I didn't know about the other two. So I'm telling wow. things in this book that I've never even shared, you know, period. Yeah. So um, just being able to be inspired and, you know, just being um, encouraged to keep going and pushing toward whatever we want our destinies to be. Absolutely. Tiffany, writing this book, was, did you find it therapeutic for you even after the things that you have been through? Did you find it therapeutic to write about those things that you had dealt with? Because writing about you know, contemplating suicide, writing about maybe depression or self-esteem issues or other things that have taken place, you know, it can be challenging, you know, because it's, it's almost like we're reliving those moments, so to speak. Um, so right. you can find it therapeutic or challenging, perhaps, uh, to share so much of yourself in this book. Uh, honestly, it was more so um, challenging to to be fully open. Um, right. I won't say it was necessarily transparent. I mean, it wasn't necessarily therapeutic for me because the things that I do share, I have already dealt with personally, right. just maybe not externally. So I didn't really get the healing that I, I planned for other people to get. Cause I, I've kind of already been through that part of my life with dealing with those things. Um, but it was kind of hard to, um, share specific details about things because then you get involved with other people that you're talking about um, and how they're going to feel about, you know, what you're sharing, even though you might not say names, you know, people are going to be assuming who I'm talking about in certain situations. And they now know a little bit of what it was like with my parents being married and that kind of thing. So the thought of what everybody's reaction would be to some of the details I share um, it was a little bit challenging to move past that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, for the folks out here, uh, you also um, have a single uh, with this um, as well. It all starts with me. And so once you, which one did you do first? Did you do the single first or did you write the book first? Well, I started writing the book and I wrote the song as I was writing the book. I didn't plan to do that. But I'm a songwriter, and it just kind of it kind of started coming, and I was like, I need to write a song. So I wrote the song as I was writing the book. They went hand in hand. <laughs> and so what we're going to do is we're going to play that track for the folks, you guys. And so then we're going to come back, and uh, Tiffany J is going to tell you guys where you can go to purchase um, the this book. Um, and where you can go to watch her videos, listen to her music, and connect with her, all those great things and more, you guys. So we'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. This is It All Starts With Me by Tiffany J.
back, everyone, to the beautiful butterfly show that was It All Starts With Me, you guys, by the lovely Tiffany J, you guys. We're right here on the beautiful butterfly show this evening, and uh, absolutely beautiful song, beautiful song, uh, Tiffany. Thank you. Definitely uh, enjoy that, and uh, one of the great things, um, I feel that in your music, you definitely put that raw emotion in it for us to feel, feel those lyrics. Uh, to feel uh, the message of the song. And so for you, uh, where do you overall, overall everything, where do you want to see Tiffany J go in the next five years? Where where, where does Tiffany J want to be at? Um, Tiffany J wants to have a family of her own by that time. Um, so I would I would love to see that. I would love to have already done a major tour, um, whether it is combining, um, you know, it it just seems like what I do is never ending, but I would love to be on a musical tour, of course. Um, I would have liked to release two children's books by then, um, and I would like to see the birth of my sneaker line, come to uh come to come to fruition. I've been working on the sneaker line for three years and uh I would love to see that come to pass. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course for the folks out here, uh where can they go to purchase It All Starts With Me? Yes, you can go to Amazon.com and search It All Starts With Me. It is also available on my website at IamTiffanyJ.com. Those are the two main places, and and everybody that has the Internet has access to it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, if people want to stay connected with you, uh, maybe you're going to be in their town doing something in their city, uh, tell them how they can connect with you as far as social media. Okay, so all of my social media handles for Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, um, YouTube, it's I am Tiffany J is my handle. Um, Instagram is I am Tiffany underscore J. I'm pretty active on my Facebook page um, and my Instagram account. Snapchat, you might see me snap every now and then. I'm trying to get a little more active into that. Um, But yeah, I am Tiffany J for the most part all across the board. Absolutely, absolutely. And at the end of the day, what message does Tiffany J want to be able to send out to the world? At the end of the day, I want people to understand that there is only one them and nobody can do them better than they can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. And, uh, man, Tiffany, I definitely enjoy having you on the show tonight. Definitely have had a ball. And I, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to uh, what's in store for you because I believe greatness is definitely on the horizon uh, for you. Um, in your gifts and in your passion that you have set upon the world. So I definitely hope you'll come back again soon. And uh, for the folks out here who may be wondering, what what do you have in store next? What's in the works next for Tiffany J? Um, So I am planning actually a mini book tour, book launch tour. Awesome. Um, 
so I start off in my city on next Saturday. I live in Columbia, South Carolina. I am going to Charlotte, I believe, on September 22nd. I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to Augusta, Georgia. Um, so I am planning that as well as I want to do a, a um a part two. I recently had a welcome to the nineties house party uh live concert. So I'm looking forward to doing a part two to that where we only perform nineties music. Um that that great good nineties R and B. We did a little hip hop, um I did sitcom medley, so I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, I'm pretty much all over the place doing things that I know that I know how to do. I just don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, uh, once again, it's definitely been my pleasure having you on the show here. And so you got any uh, final words or thoughts you want to share with those out here listening? Um, just please grab my book. It all starts with me. My album, Evolving, is out. Um, if you listen to Pandora, you can add Tiffany J Radio to your Pandora. Um, just awesome. search Tiffany J. It's Tiffany J, one word, no space. Um, Google me and stay connected. I'm pretty active, so. That is amazing. And so, once again, I hope that you'll definitely come by and visit with us again. We would definitely love to have you. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So, you have a great rest of your evening and your weekend. I'll be talking with you again soon. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was special guest Tiffany J. Make sure you guys go and connect with her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those great places. And make sure you go and check out her book entitled It All Starts With Me, an interactive guide to discovering self and loving it. And also uh, that hot new single, you guys, It All Starts With Me, you guys. And so uh, what we're going to do, folks, we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to tell you what's going down next week over here on the Beautiful Butterfly show. Stay tuned. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show also on facebook.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and last but certainly not least you can also catch up with us on twitter that's at twitter.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the vibration radio network Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I am your host, Bianca Fly. Once again, big shout out to special guest Tiffany J for joining us. Make sure you guys uh, head on over to her website uh, so that you guys are able to connect with her and all of those great things so that you can purchase the books. 
um, I am Tiffany J dot com. Make sure you add her if you got Pandora. Uh, add Tiffany J Radio uh, to your listening set, you guys. And so, uh, once again, uh, coming up next week, guess what, you guys? We on vacation. Beautiful butterflies taking a little birthday vacation all next week and loving every moment of it, you guys. So, uh, with that said, we'll be back. August 22nd, you guys, Tuesday, August 22nd at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know we're going to have another dynamic guest and dynamic show for you guys coming up. So make sure you share um, uh, the show and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. And then you'll know who's coming up next over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And as always, uh, if you want to be a guest, feel free to send us uh, your information at the bflyshow at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and allow you to have come on here and join our platform over here on the beautiful butterfly show so with that said you guys we're going to get ready to get out of here you guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend i am bianca fly and guess what i'll see you next time right here on the beautiful butterfly show Sending out a message to my fever.